Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Felicity Cross, Deputy TV Editor of The Sun, and I am joined today by Ellie Henman, Showbiz News Editor. Uh, you know us both from the Sundown Under podcast and the About Last Night uh, post-show review for I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. Bit of a different one. We are now back in the UK and we thought it would be fun to catch up for the first time um, since we both got back from Australia. Yeah, well, I mean, the last time I saw you, Flick, was in the arrivals hall at Brisbane Airport and I was very lucky. I went through very quickly, but you had to spend quite a lot of time there, didn't you? I feel like Brisbane Airport became my second home in Australia and Australia He's got so much to see and do, and yet there I was in that airport hall constantly. Um, so, I mean, yeah, every single stage of the show seems to sort of revolve around that airport. I mean, because you took on everything from the beginning. I very much just came in on the end of my white horse and just did a lot of drinking and a lot of sunbathing, really. But I mean, because you covered the show in the follow-up and then the, the, the precursor to everything happening too, because there was so much beef before people went into the jungle, I feel, like, especially with like old tweets coming up. Yeah, exactly. So obviously the big signing this year that everyone was talking about was Nigel Farage. So as part of that, there was... On one hand, sort of people talking about whether it was right that he should have that huge fee, people saying that they were going to boycott the show and not even tune in. But then all the celebrities that were also signed up for the show had loads to say about Nigel in the past. So there was, God, there was um, Fred Syriacs, he tweeted about him. Um, and then there was Grace Dent. Um, she'd reacted to his plane crash and said lots of nasty things about him. And then there was Tony Belly, the boxer. He'd also... So they were all going into the camp already with all of this drama going on. I feel like Mindred must have been so nervous going into that situation and thinking you're going to walk into camp and then everyone's going to hate you, basically. Yeah. It'd be a horrible feeling. Defo. So when I first encountered Nigel... Um, it was when he walked out into airport arrivals. And first of all, he was so Nigel. He was there in his chin- in his pink chinos and his blue sort of linen shirt. And um, the first thing I said to Nigel when he sort of came out was, Nigel, did you break your alcohol ban on the plane? Because he'd sort of said before he went in how he tried to quit boozing to sort of prepare himself for camp. But then obviously first thing he said was like, no, I had a G&T on the plane. <laughs> so um, very much the people's person there. Um, I always think that airport arrivals thing is quite strange because they don't really know if they're yet able to talk about the jungle. But then there's people um, like Sam Thompson, who, as we later saw on the show, was just so excited to be there that he was like, I'm so excited. Um, Unlike everyone else that's just got off a 24 hour plane that's like, go away, leave me alone. Nella and Jamie Lynn particularly were sunglasses on, leave me alone, don't talk to me. And I mean, one of my experiences that I was really jealous that you got to have out there was you actually got to go into camp and experience it. Like, what was that actually like? Because I think none of us, well, very few of us, will ever get the chance to do that. Yeah. So um, you arrive sort of in a minibus and you're weaving through. It, it could almost be England. It's very wooded. It doesn't feel like a jungle. But then suddenly you're in a jungle. 
and the vegetation becomes a lot more kind of leafy. It feels a lot more moist. Um, the temperature is very hot and humid. Um, so it's almost like a little village around a wooded area where there's all of the different um, crew buses and sort of units. Um, so you arrive there, you get. I got given all of my jungle gear. Um, so the red and the blue um, and then very very quickly it goes from sort of almost like a tv set to a jungle and you walk down a slope and then you're in that um, almost like veranda area where Ant and Deck film Um, and so sort of almost you go down a slope and you're there at that veranda and then you look out and it's all of that broccoli that everyone (laughs) knows from the thing and immediately connected to the veranda is the bridges as you see so the thing that really struck me about those bridges is they're so wobbly so the idea that those celebrities run along and jump and sort of like into the arms of their loved one it shakes like this that's terrifying yeah it really is and they're so high up like you genuinely are at the top of the trees and it bounces and you're there in your sort of walking boots which feel quite heavy to walk in and even that for some celebrities I get why that's scary um and then you're on the bridges and there's that central point and then you're in camp and it's almost like um some people say it's bigger than they think but for me it felt a lot smaller than it looks on telly yeah because they kept moaning I feel like when I was talking to especially Nigel when he came out and I was chatting with him he was like oh it was so big and I had to walk all this way for water and I thought it looks tiny on the telly like what's, what's the real truth no this is why I'm like Nigel can we really believe what you say um it's um no it's not at all it's like it's a very short walk maybe like 20 paces sort of steps down to the different creek up to the dunny um the one thing that really struck me is all the beds are so close together so if someone's snoring it would be the most annoying thing in the world but the one thing that some people know and some don't is there's a huge canopy over that camp so when it's raining it's bad but it's not as bad as it would probably be oh because they were really griping on about it they said oh we were so wet we were so cold well yeah. if there was a canopy you wouldn't know like if you're on one of those beds near the edge you're gonna get a bit wet but no there's a huge canopy over it you can't see it because of the magic of telly but no there is they're dry they're they're relatively clean because of it um so i do feel like that's something which we are slightly fooled about i feel like they're spoiled rotten and now we have to do a shout out to our amazing Carol, who's a sun reader out in Brisbane, who got yes. in touch with us before the amazing focus building task and said, do you want to come around to my house and film it? And we did. And you met her, didn't you? And you got to do that amazing and watch that first trial up close. Yes. So that 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 um, really high up in the middle of surface paradise where they walk the plank, um, Carol got in touch with us and said, my flat overlooks it. I can see the crew getting ready. And Carol invited her us into her home. Um, and we were there watching it firsthand. Now, what you didn't see on telly is the fact that all of them looked so much more terrified than they appeared on telly now Sam Thompson gave it his like real beans as we know from him when he was on there but he was white as a sheet and stupidly he kept looking over the edge and I just thought why are you doing this Sam so stupid Grace as well completely white as a sheet really because you didn't see that on telly at all no and honestly that took forever to film they were there 
hours doing it um up and down up and down to do all of that so again the magic of telly made it look like they were up and then off but but no and I think Jamie Lynn had a really rocky time because this was your great exclusive that you bought really early doors that as soon as she sort of landed they were already kind of planning for her to exit because she was such a flight risk yeah absolutely so from the from the moment that she did her skydive and then she had to do that um uh, temple of doom trial with all the bugs moaning constantly not wanting to do it not speaking to any of the other camp mates in bed as long as she could possibly be constantly moaning in the bush telegraph i need to leave talk to my people i want to leave i want to get home now we saw a little bit of that in camp particularly early doors um in terms of her saying that she was homesick she missed her kids um but it was only once she had that exit plan in place that she then started to open up. It was like when she knew she had an end goal, she was like, right, I'll give you two good days of telly and then I'm gone. Oh, she just wants her fee, doesn't she? She did get her full fee, just like Grace Dent did when she walked. And obviously Brittany was watching her from home. She had a VPN line installed. That was your great excuse as well, that she was tuning in. Well, that's the thing. I mean, who wouldn't want it? I mean, they've had such beef, those two. So you think your sister's going to get, you know, eaten alive by maggots. Brittany would be tuning in. <laughs> I know. But then there was also the revelation that she was also banking her full fee for Dancing with the Stars that you had. Yeah, it was wild. I feel like Jamie Lynn just played an absolute blinder because she was just on Dancing with the Stars just before I'm a Celebrity. ABC allowed her to go off and do the jungle. So she exited early from Dancing with the Stars. Then she exited early from I'm a Celeb. So she's going into this Christmas absolutely loaded. Like Jamie Lynn, very, very savvy. Yeah, oh my God, presents for all those kids of hers. And we have to talk as well, Nigel Farage's bottom. Do I we feel have like... to talk about Nigel's bottom? <laughs> I was definitely really invested in this. And every single podcast I did, I think I talked about Nigel's bum because I was just so into it. But I feel like you had this sort of first hand and the backlash that actually came out as soon as he, he got his kit off. It was so strange because I think that, um, I mean, we knew from Nigel that he was talking about his 25% airtime to be part of the trials. He's a clever man. He, he was going in there with a purpose. He knew that he wanted to use this platform to reach new people. So the question was, is Nigel taking his pants off on purpose or does he just like to get clean in the shower? Now, I heard from our crew sources that they were all really angry about this. They felt like he was manipulating the show, that it was making it so that, you know, he was getting all that airtime. Um, but look, everybody's in there for a reason. Like, he's a clever man. He knew what we would all be talking about him. And indeed, we were. Oh, exactly. And I remember when I spoke to Nigel when he came out and he revealed that he'd gone absolutely guns blazing with ITV over it because they he says, or he claims, the camp doctor says to you before you go in, look, you've got to keep yourself clean or you're going to get bitten by leeches. So he goes into the shower and takes his kit off and they're like, no, to safeguard the poor cameramen and women on this show, we do not want to see your bottom, unlike me. And he went toe to toe with him because he was like, how can I keep myself clean if I can't get my kit off? Yeah. So I feel like the bum row really sort of exploded on. But like Nigel I feel like the one person I felt and I don't know how you feel about it but really sorry for was Nella Rose because I just think it didn't it didn't fall well for her I think they had a plan her team had a plan and after that sort of toe-to-toe with Fred it just she never really recovered did she yeah and that was just such a shame because like it's unfortunate that we didn't necessarily see the moment before that happened where she'd really opened up about her parents because that might have given us the context we needed because the viewers it just felt like she'd completely overreacted to something that poor Fred had said um, quite flippantly it seemed and then from then on it sort of became that she seemed this battle axe in camp that was taking on Nigel about immigration that you know was all of a sudden in a sexism row um, for comments that Josie also made um, and it just felt like 
almost her card was marked from that moment, didn't it? I felt really sorry for her. And in terms of the trials this year, I mean, before the show started, you revealed that they were going to get harder, the trials this year. And my God, they were not joking. <gasps> oh my God, honestly. <laughs> and, and, and sort of it felt like to the point where the celebrities, hearing from our, our camp sources that we have, were really pushed to breaking point they were all completely um just yeah pushed to the limit that scarina series that they did in particular where it wasn't just one trial being filmed a day and maybe the dingo dollar all of the celebrities were involved in multiple trials and they were just sort of they had very limited calories they were all pushed to the limit as i say and that was when they all started leaving well, that's when Grace didn't quit, didn't she? Because she just looked awful, bless her. But I think that she really had been pushed to her limit and thought, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. And I feel like my favourite one this year was Critter Mixer. <gasps> Seeing that and how tough it was for them. And when Nick Pickard came out and I sat with him and I said, how hard was that? And he was like, I'm literally covered in a rash. <gasps> and we sat there and he showed me this rash over his neck and arms. And Marvin, he came out after. He also had the same thing. He had ants, uh, it's green ants. And he showed me the scars all over his neck. And he literally has scars all over his neck and arms. And he was like, these are from weeks ago in camps they're they are walking wounded when they come out they had a hard time and then the one thing Nigel I mean god he loved to chat when he came up meant to have 20 minutes with him he gave us 45 it was so interesting (laughs) but what he said as well about the trials and and onto what you said about making it so difficult is that he did the drinking trial um and they had to drink obviously the the testicles the anuses the vaginas all the anatomy he had to drink with Tony Bellew and ultimately Nigel said but they didn't show you afterwards but Tony was really really ill Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. And was just like vomiting for hours. Nigel said he was lying up against a log just going, Ugh, yeah. Ugh, and feeling terrible. And you just think they really did... They really pushed it's it out horrific. this year. I've had to drink a um, blended sheep's brain before at the camp. <gasps> and um, it's horrific. Your whole body, your body knows that this isn't something you need to be digesting. It is the gag reflex. And I know at home it looks pretty easy. You just sink a pint. But those eating and drinking trials, they look easier, but they're horrific. What did it taste like? Um, the, for, the problem for me was that it was warm. <laughs> gloop, gloopy, warm. <laughs> 
Oh I don't want to think about it. I don't want to think about it. That's horrendous. I know. And I think we should really talk about Jamie Lynn leaving because that was, she was the first big person to quit and go. And that really did shock people, I think. Yeah, I think so. I think it was just that, uh, so, so we know that now that it was, she left in the middle of a lightning storm and the weather was such, it almost felt like the, the, the main character of this series because it was so horrible. They were all talking about it all the time. There was a cyclone brewing. Yes. There was the heat, then there was the rain. And I think for Jamie Lynn, she had her exit plan in place. The lightning storm struck and she said this is it I'm done but there's always such mystery around it so what happens when you're there when you have a campmate leave um, as a little insight for people at home is it's all shrouded in mystery ITV want to keep it as secret as possible before the celebrity is either locked down in a hotel or on a plane out of the country so for Grace she wanted out of there straight away so we managed to catch up with her at the airport whereas for Jamie Lynn she was in a hotel so when you're a journalist working there it's like where is this celebrity where have they gone is it medical can we talk to them because we want to get the gossip for our readers we want to know what's gone on I was about saying you're under so much pressure from the UK because you've got me say sat here going where is she what's happening because we need to tell someone (laughs) and poor Flick's like I'm driving to the airport because the airport's like 90 minutes away isn't it it's, yeah. it's quite a schlep view yeah but you know that's that that's the beauty of being journalists out there you know um you're in the thick of it you're you're like where can i find them are they are, you, are they at the luxury hotel in surface paradise or are they at the airport my favorite brisbane airport um so it, it feels like you know it's just a tv show but you're out there you're in the middle of the action so it's really exciting and just before they stopped quitting and it finally started to become a normal frankie was the first person out. I mean, I saw that coming because I think we talked about it quite a lot that who's, who's voting before Frankie yeah. Tory? But I mean, how was he when he came out? Because that was someone I didn't get to talk to. He was he was for you. Yeah, definitely. So he's been asked to do it hundreds of times over the years, um, but it never was quite right with his schedule. But obviously with him deciding to retire and then obviously changing his mind on that, it felt like a good time. And I think he thought he would be going in as a favourite because he's so loved. He's just done that farewell tour of Britain. Um, but the problem was... I'm a celebrity's vote to save. And Frankie has lots of people that love him, but he doesn't have fans in the same way that even Nella Rose does. So she had all of the content, um, the content creator army um, kind of behind her. Marvin had JLS. Josie has this morning. But who, who was backing Frankie? And I think he was a bit surprised. He even made a joke that maybe he should have stripped off in the shower too and then he might have got some of Nigel's fans. <laughs> Giddy up, Frankie. Definitely would have. Yeah. Who were some of your favourite people that left? So Fred for me, because Fred was my first child. I'd literally landed. I was knackered as you were and I sort of went straight in and we did Fred and for me coming out I just wanted to see what had actually gone on with Nella Rose because I feel like so much had been written about it yeah and I really called him out on it and I just sort of said because I said to him what's fruitcake said to you about your time in the jungle and he clearly been briefed by her but I said to him I was like look people are calling you a misogynist you know you've had all these sort of claims leveled against you it's it's been really tough with them oh the Josie stuff I should sorry add context there Fred and Josie had obviously been going toe-to-toe about the cooking (gasps) and it reflected really badly I thought Fred would be a finalist until that row with Josie happened Mm. and then the bullying claims misogyny and he Mm. really came up punching he was like I am none of these things he was like if that's the way it's come across and he said in hindsight he really just should have said nothing at all Mm. but you're obviously in there you're wound up you're starving hungry Mm. so I thought Fred was a fascinating chat to actually get what he thought about it and then for me Nick as I said with the horrendous critter marks Mm. but then Danielle Harold as well because obviously 
we know and obviously we revealed later in the sun that she'd actually had quite a difficult health scare while she was in there but rather than throw in the towel uh, like Jamie Lynn and Grace had she actually stuck at it and stayed in yeah and you just think it must take a lot if you're in that environment feeling really poorly to then you know come out and just battle on and and, and try your best but she was lovely when she came out and I feel like her and Nigel had taken on a real friendship that we saw a little bit of on screen and she told us she was actually washing his pants every single day in the creek that would have been enough for me to throw in the towel (laughs) washing anyone's pants I should say it's interesting though because I wonder if Danielle had like revealed about her health scare while she was in there she might have made the final because you know people god everyone loves a trier and her just battling on like that we we, I think that Britain would have really got behind her for that I agree I think in a way then she was a bit of a victim of the edit but obviously if she didn't really want it shown but I'm with you because that like you say people do love a trier and actually to see someone really suffering but refusing to give in and to keep pushing on yeah. she would have done 10 times better definitely who was your winner then obviously Sam won oh, Tony for me yeah. I thought Tony only really came out of his shell towards the end and I absolutely loved like in the trials when he was just going for Ant and Deck every single time like shut up shut up it was just brilliant I thought he was so funny and like watching that friendship develop with Sam like when Sam slapped that mosquito off his face <laughs> yeah. I thought that was brilliant Yeah. Uh, who was yours? I was going to say Tony as well. For me, that moment when he was in the kind of coffin and was like, who's the daddy? And then the snake went, and he went, who's the daddy? Uh, It was just so funny. Um, I also developed a bit of a crush on Marvin. Mm. Um, It's the singing. Do you think there was too much of that kind of... Some people say it was a bit contrived, sort of like singing and dancing and that kind of thing. What do you think? Well, I think Marvin was actually horrified because when he came out, I was like, I I mean, I've interviewed Marvin loads of times with JLS as, as part of my job in Bazaar. And I said to him, I have never heard that many JLS songs. And he was like, me neither. He And I think <laughs> what that happened was Sam kept instigating it because he was a genuine JLS super fan. Yeah. And Marvin, I think, was horrified. And he actually joked, he's never sang that many JLS songs. It's nor- normally Aston Merigold. So poor, <laughs> poor old Marvin. He was like, I never want to hear one again. But this, so next summer, 2024, JLS are doing loads of dates. Sam's definitely going to be coming out with them. So that'll be amazing. Oh, that's like, so What funny. an experience for Sam. What's the um, thing that surprised you most about the show? Being out there versus being at home. Oh my, how hard work it is. I feel like for someone who's never gone out and done the jungle before to actually understand the relentless schedule because I watched you, you know, I was your touch point in the UK and I knew you were working off two time zones. But to actually see how relentless it is to be reporting on that show and working on it going to bed Oz time 11 o'clock at night waking up at sort of 2 3 in the afternoon uh, 2 3 in the morning Australia time I, I can't still get over it and then at the UK that's when we're putting the paper to bed and having to work up that relentless schedule the fact that you had to do so much driving that shocked me and actually how quite slick it is in the ground like you watch on telly them all coming into the hotel and being cheered on it's actually quite fun to see that in real life and yeah. to actually see like their faces of relief and how this sounds a bit weird how much weight they've lost I think on the the telly ads 10 pounds anyway it's only when you see them in real life and how skinny they look you think oh my gosh you look ill definitely how about you I mean my favorite thing is some of the comments that people made on the (laughs) on the podcast and 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 um about last night uh shout out to the person that said is she drunk uh, <laughs> I thought you sounded marvellous uh, that's just the tiredness of, of what you said um, but my the thing that I really enjoy about it is um, Ant and Deck 
so and I think that the beauty of the Jungle Club really brought this to life so their social media sort of thing that they do after the show is they literally are just like that so whenever you encounter Ant and Deck around and about as part of being there because obviously they move out there for a month for five weeks and they've actually got their own apartment and that they go to stay in every single year in this gorgeous little town they're out in the curry house they both join the local boxing gym and they properly set up camp in Australia this year Deck took his family and I think that's really lovely because you know for for a tv couple that have been together for that long they just genuinely loved going out there and doing it and i think that they will be doing it as long as itv have i'm a celebrity um and it's really nice i always think seeing celebrities like in the wild massively so yeah. i also think to sort of spell people might think oh they're only friends on the telly especially after doing that and, and i'm talking about the celebs that were in there so i was in the airport lounge coming back and pete and sam were in there deck was in there as well with ali yeah. marvin and rochelle um and they were all just enjoying some wines and just having a laugh and, and sam was still talking about his jungle journey like, i don't think sam will ever stop talking about this yeah obviously there was a bit of a thing of people saying that they felt like Sam puts it on that persona but from what I saw and I, it sounds like from what you saw hard no on that oh no it's genuine Sam is genuinely a jungle super fan and I think I'm pleased that they actually showed it that they allowed him to have that journey to see people that it wasn't part on because when he first came onto the show and was like grabbing hugging people I was like god that's gonna get tiresome but actually yeah it really developed and worked well yeah yeah I can't believe it's over we've done it or you've done it you did the hard work I genuinely (laughs) listeners uh sat mainly in the hotel bar every day (laughs) drinking drinking glasses of wine and just waiting for them to come out I didn't have to do any driving oh god whereas with me it was an acai bowl and and a coffee desperately just trying to keep myself alive but mustn't complain it wasn't witch tea grabs was it exactly well I'll see you in Australia next year I'm sure get us out of here planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like European linen premium luggage options buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands plus Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.